I'm an old broken down piece of meat. And I'm alone. You stupid fucking blabbermouth! Take a stand. Baby bitches leave. Hey team, welcome back to the only program where you can hear a couple of guys talk about the movies. What's happening, Hoops? Right. how are you on this fine Friday evening? I'm good. You're joining us here, uh, episode 167 of Ooh. Enough the Podcast, and as Scott said, it is the only uh, podcast on the internet where you can hear us discuss movies and television. No, where you can hear anyone. Oh, just anyone movie. at all. Yeah, that's, right. that's that's the whole thing. That's the bit. Yes, it's yeah. true. I'm botching the bit. <laughs> Seven hundred days in. Hey, um, Seven hundred days of summer. I want to start right off the top. Jump off the top rope with a big reveal. What do you got? I just revealed it to you. Mm. Um, I rewatched the Batman. Yeah, from home. Uh, first mistake, I'll list my mistakes first. My first mistake was I watched it on the 65-inch TV upstairs, and it was a little bit of glare because it was a day watch. <laughs> mm. Tiny mm. bit. Yeah. It was like a foggy day, but it was enough glare that a movie that dark is not going to land as well as you'd want it to. Mm. So there was that. That's one. And two, I also watched it too soon. Watched it on the smaller TV with like, things on my mind and also too close to having seen it in the theater yeah bad rewatch for me mm. didn't enjoy it like literally went from a 10 to a 5.8 you hate to hear it it made me sick to my stomach i was like staring oh. at the tv like get back invested in this you, this is your movie folks after this listen back to our batman review where i believe ank was giving it a mm -hmm. rave five star review and saying it was better than The Dark Knight, potentially? Do you have any... Uh... I want to retract that statement. Okay. This is fair. I do. I love Robert Pattinson, and I do like that movie. And I think if I watch it again in like five years, which mm. I will, I didn't buy it. It's on yeah. HBO. HBO Max, yeah. I... Yeah, it's a good movie. Awful rewatch for me. I'm yeah. like fucking furious. We talked about it before, like watching, rewatching something too soon can make you just. Like, so it happened to you with nobody. Yeah, I remember that. You can just turn you off from it mm. and go from love to being like, eh, I don't. What is this? What even is a movie? Do I like anything? It was a premature rewatch. Yeah. I do most things in life prematurely, <laughs> and uh, this fell right in line. So <laughs> he's back. Darn. Speaking of premature things of that nature. Did you know that Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery, the feature film, came out 25 years ago today? You don't say. I do say. Mm. And what a momentous moment in time. Can you believe it's been 25 years since we first met one of the greatest fictional characters in history? Loving this fucked up version of the Austin Powers. So much better life. than the original? <laughs> yeah, baby! Um... I remember when I saw the second one in theaters. Mm. I do not remember when I saw this one. I might... I don't think I saw the first one in theaters. I don't know that I did either. I think I had to wait and like rent it on pay-per-view 
in fucked up fashion, dating ourselves for all the young turkey heads out there. Do you think we have young turkey heads? Yeah. We got a whole generation cool. of uh, cool. little rascals. Hey, Joe, cut it out. But yeah, Mike Myers has been uh, doing the interview rounds as of late because he has that new Netflix show, The Pentaveret, which mm. just came out today. Haven't seen it yet, but looking forward to seeing if he still has the character chops that he put on display in the Austin Powers franchise. What is The Pentaveret? Do you know anything about it? I know zero. It's like a wacky sci-fi comedy. It looks like Netflix spent a zillion dollars on it. And it's just him, you know, in suits, doing wacky characters. He is one that basically looks like Fat Bastard, but in a new outfit. It's just him in a fat suit. I got high hopes for it. You know how I feel about a fat suit. Yeah, it's, you know, it's the good stuff. We've been waiting for a resurgence of the fat suit genre for some time. I, I, I think a lot of movies do the real gain, and that's way less funny than an actual fat suit. Yeah, I think Christian Bale will—he'll get to the point where he, he stops. just had a wild loss again. I yeah. saw some photo of him; he looks awful. He'll give it up and start doing the suit move. But yeah, the Pentaveret—we'll check it out. We'll talk to you about it next week on the program. It's Mike Myers, Ken Jeong, Keegan Michael Key—all your favorites. They're all on the wall of kings. I'm yeah, Ken Jeong right is, is front and center. <laughs> it's just his cock, though. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't even funny. I'm going to take that one back. So uh, something else. Okay. I'm in on both. Well, the jerks thought, <laughs> they're running out of you. How was your uh, May the 4th? Um, my uncle texted <laughs> me and like 23 other people. Most of the numbers I did not recognize. Happy Star Wars Day. May the 4th be with you at 6.42 a.m. This number has <laughs> been blocked. Or... And it was like a picture of Darth Vader and I had a big cackle. <laughs> and um, then our... I threatened to add both of my siblings to the group text and they were not <laughs> psyched. My brother goes, I'm not on there. Please don't add me to that. <laughs> get, get them in there. They need. <laughs> a few other people like responded eight, nine hours later with like <laughs> other sort of over the, like right over the plate Star Wars lines. Like, um, oh, our... the... The force is strong with this one. Should have gone in like, there with some Yoda stuff. Really, uh I thought about plugging the pod, and then I was like, I don't know who any of these people are. Like, the last thing I need is like them listening to like the episode where I don't know. Like, I like there's just like some Hank stuff, yeah. or like I'm just so like, like oh, they they put Star Wars in the Obids. <laughs> they <laughs> never want to hear about it ever again. We did do that, didn't we? Yeah. What I want to know is how my uncle, who I've not seen in like at least five years, seems to think that I am a Star Wars guy. Well, you did have that phase where you might have been in character, who can be sure. When I was Darth Vader, when I was drinking too much? That was a fun phase, but I was talking about- Oh, you about... mean when I pretended to be a Star Wars guy about a year or two ago? Yeah, when you watched mm. the new Disney trilogy of films. Hated them all. Yeah. Hated I don't even think you got to Rise of Skywalker, nope. which is probably the biggest, fattest turkey of all time. They're not good movies. I hated every minute of all of them. How about that? I mean, I have no... At this point, like, the fact that people still talk about Star Wars at such length, it's like, what is there to talk about? <laughs> like, the last bunch of movies were duds. There's all these shows on Disney Plus that nobody wa- even watches. Mandalorian had me at first, and then it very lost me. And now it's like a whole thing. It's like, you gotta watch Boba Fett to see these episodes of Mandalorian. It's like, this is a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> and 
now they have the fucking Obi-Wan show. Ewan McGregor's back as um, er, the titular role. Holy cannoli. <laughs> and they snuck up. <laughs> they Give me cancer now, God. And they got fucking... Hayden Christensen hasn't been in anything in maybe 10 years. I'm Hayden Christensen. <laughs> He's been I feel just, like I've done that on the pod. He's been fucking cooling it down since Jumper. I hate jumpers. They probably coaxed him back into the work with a nice hefty payday. He's going to play Darth Vader in a Is couple Is he still episodes. married to Rachel Bilson? No, Rachel Bilson dates Bill Hader now. We're in the celebrity hot gossip right. corner, folks. That's yeah, they're an item. Too. They might even be married at this point. Fuggin? Fuggin. Mm. OC legend. But yeah, the Obi-Wan show, did you watch that trailer? I was going to make a Hayden Christensen joke, but I couldn't remember the name of the movie. So then I tried to look it up on IMDb, and the IMDb website is lagging because it has so many ads for doctors. Is it wrong to say or something? Yeah. Huh. I'm never going to that website again. But there was a movie, what was that movie, like Hard Time or something, that Hayden Christensen is like some like guy, and like Adrian (laughs) Brody is his brother, and he just got out of jail, and he's like, you gotta hit me with one last jab. Sounds like a new classic. Oh, it's so bad. What were you saying, though? Sorry. No, I just, uh, the prequels are underrated. And what is that Hayden Christensen movie that isn't Jumper that I'm thinking of now? We're in the fucking Christensen corner. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, I believe. <laughs> yeah, he's probably in that as like some sort of a ghoul or something. Is he American? <sighs> Maybe. I want to say he's like Australian. Are we those kind of guys that people look at us and go, I wonder if they're American Ooh. because of how exotic and classy we are? I mean, that'd be cool. And all our voice talents. They just mm. believe that we're British. We have a lot of those. Oh, shit. Jesse. Well, he'll come back, maybe. It's not He's not here yet. But yeah, Star Wars, I saw like people ranking them. It's like, who could be bothered to... Like, nope. Rank? It's just, it's over. It's a dead franchise. Um, uh, Disney killed the franchise in less than like four years of acquiring it from George Lucas. But... My favorite thing that's happening with Disney right now is that they pushed back against uh, Ron DeSantis's bill about uh, like protecting kids from sex talk at a young age. I refuse to call it the Don't Say Gay bill. That's not what it is. Word. And they I gave don't... pushback on it. And considering they're like a large portion of Florida and have had like beyond normal amount of tax breaks Mm. ron just goes okay and then they pulled the tax breaks and now allegedly there's like just like it's in the there it's lynn limbo and i may be misquoting it lucy and i were just discussing this this morning Mm. i believe disney is going to have to pay back taxes on a lot of their breaks and it it could honestly be like a billion dollars with the amount of money that they've pretty much probably been able to write off one billion Florida's uh, it's not like a tax haven but in terms of places in the in the state where you can get away like my dad's a Florida resident like oh. he's down there shout out seven eight months out of the year and not just because it's warm like it's literally there we live in Massachusetts where they're literally just opening up our bank accounts and emptying them into government assistance programs and other various things that I don't give a fuck about and Anyone who's leeching off of those, go fuck yourselves. I could go further, but it would probably just be Hank and not me anymore. Yeah. But that being said, Disney, anyone who is, this is my message to all Disney adults. Why are your gums so big? 
Oh God! You're creepy as fuck. Have you ever noticed that people that are like, ah, Disney? They have like those like when they smile. There's like a the full gummy. inch and a half between like the top of their teeth and like where their mouth ends. Could be a thing. I think it's a thing. People are evolving into Disney adults. <laughs> it's uh, the new frontier. Speaking of evolving, the did you watch that trailer for Avatar Two that finally <laughs> came out just about thirteen years after? <clears throat> It was supposed to. I saw this uh, in the movie theater last night before Doctor Strange, which we'll be getting to later. But yeah, Avatar 2 is a real movie. It has a trailer and it's supposedly coming out in December. How's it look? Oh, it's a Christmas movie too. That's so stupid. Get ready to celebrate. Yuck. And... It's funny, the first like half of it, I was like, is this new footage? This just looks like footage from the first one. And it's like, you know, after the whole buildup, Avatar came out in like 2009. We're in 2022. It's finally like, it looked kind of cool and it was like a well done trailer, but I wasn't really like bowled over by the footage like I thought I might be. Although I am still in the camp that I think it's going to be a new classic. You think it's going to be good? Yeah. No one does sequels better than James Cameron, Terminator 2, Aliens. I've said this before. The fans know this. Hmm. I think it's going to, especially after all this weight, it's like he's- I have a hot take. He knows he has to bring the goods and really deliver. What do you got to take wise? Terminator 2 is his only good movie. <laughs> wow. Wow. I mean, I disagree, but that's a fun take. Come at me, whoever you are that disagrees. And it was funny. They followed up the Avatar trailer with the trailer for Lightyear. The new... Uh, couple of... Ah, fucking elbow. Couple of space movies, just yeah. back to back. Pixar's new fake movie that's about the character that the toy in Toy Story is based on. No good? Citing Chris Evans's famous not-at-all-insane tweet. But yeah, the Lightyear trailer got a standing ovation. Which uh, which tweet? The one where he sent out his cock by accident? <laughs> that one too. Yeah. He's had some nice great tweets. Nice eight-incher. Good base. And? Nice, good circumference, good girth. Kid, he's from the fucking bean. They're all like that over here. It's great fucking... circumcision <laughs> cut, yeah. you know? Yeah. Well done by his doctor. No I wish mine was more like Chris Evans's. You know, my doctor mangled my penis. It's, it's awful. It looks... Just disgusting. <laughs> I hate to hear it. <laughs> it almost looks like I'm not circumcised, but I am. Fuck. So if you'd like to see that, uh, mm. uh, enough the podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. And I'll send you a Google Drive link. You firing that link off at, like <laughs> eight seconds after getting an email from anybody? In. And mm. yeah, so we're looking forward to Avatar 2 in December. <laughs> what do you think about the fact that <laughs> hey how are you hey how you doing speaking of me i'm in avatar oh my god i saw the other day there's a a drive-in theater somewhere in like maine or somewhere menden perhaps menden mass maybe there that's one that i can think of that has a double bill of mm-hmm. father stew oh hey how you doing the new mark Wahlberg, mel gibson oh they know you don't have to tell them priest movie that barely exists, and Jackass Forever. Wait, did you say Mark Wahlberg, Mel Gibson? Yeah. They're working together again? Yeah, me and Mel. 
Wasn't home, Daddy's Home 2 Mel's like first toe dip back into the pool after his major cancellation? It might have been. And it's a masterpiece. <laughs> Just to bring that up again, it's Mark Wahlberg's only good movie. Hey, thanks. Thanks for being in on <clears throat> at least one of them. But yeah, could you imagine sitting down to like, oh, two movies, Father Stew and Jackass Forever. Like, what a perfect night of the pictures. Jackass Forever has been out for six weeks on uh, VOD. Yeah. Just a- watch it at home. What are you doing? And why don't you fire up a free trial of Paramount Plus and watch it on there. They also have that new Scream movie that we enjoyed quite a bit. Scream was quite good, actually. Yeah. Mm. And also, speaking of Jackass, they announced a new Jackass series is coming oh. to Paramount Plus, but they don't go into details. Hopefully, like it's got the original guys, or at least some of them, like Johnny Knoxville, Steve-O, etc. And it's not a show for all the new cast, who I wasn't re- mm. really wowed by. I believe it's going to be Ryan Dunn at the helm and oh. Um, oh. Bam Margera. Holding Dude, it down. Fucking Abe. Fucking Don Vito. And probably, yeah, and Don Vito. Dude. He's dead too, right? He is. Mm, good, I think good. he got canceled and then died. <laughs> the classic twofer. <laughs> A king's death. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if I don't get Don canceled Vito. right before my death, I'm going to be very upset. I'll put it that yeah. way. <laughs> you either die or live long enough to see yourself get canceled then die am i still talking no that was funny you just it, it was a great premise you just gave up on it in the middle i, could, I was like oh this is going to be a good line and then you get i could hear you give i could see you and hear you giving up on it uh, it was funny though don't take that away from yourself um while we're on the subject did you hear that lauren ambrose of six feet under and that other show on apple tv plus that doesn't exist fame servant there it is friend of the show i watched like all of it what's wrong with me uh <laughs> she got an accidental voicemail from her uh, talent manager that said she was i quote difficult on set oof. and she fired her talent manager what a bad in a fit of rage what a faux pas by this talent manager you're blaming the, the talent manager well just that's one of those things they like look down and they're like I didn't just send a voicemail of me talking shit about her directly to her, did I? That's one of those like sitcom-y Have you done that moments. with a text? I think I've done it maybe once. I've done something You do like similar. the, where you spin it back and you're like, oh, but I was saying this. And I'm like, and then you said this, remember? And Yeah, I feel like I'm good at not doing that. There have been a couple times where it's like, did I really just send this to that? Well, with the pinned conversations, it'll mm. like I sent a video of like a dude taking his shirt off to one of my clients the other day, and luckily, like it's a Word. funny it's a funny video, but it was like I didn't even he didn't say anything back, and I was like I'm not even going to explain that mm. because it, like I meant to send it to Rion or something, and it mm. went to that guy, and I was like ah fuck it, yeah, it's a funny video, who cares? Yeah, you can only make it worse being like. That you wasn't know, for you, and but I'm a serious dude. Sending that shirtless vid to my boys. Yeah, like I'm sending that to the boys, not you. Sorry, dog. <clears throat> Speaking of the boys, fuck, I don't have anything for that. Can I do a very special death corner that I don't want to normally do anymore? But we have Please. two very important deaths this week. I've felt compelled. Um, well, first I'll announce that Post Malone is going to be having a child, and we're actually hoping that it dies. Wow. So that's the to lead off. How dare you and, say um, that about Post Malone's? Kayla Posey, 
uh, of toddlers and tiaras fame uh, died uh, of suicide. Wow. And so did uh, Winona Judd of the Judd family, who blew her brains out at 76. Did she really? Yes. I didn't hear that. Oh, yeah. pretty wild. And uh, Mike Haggerty from Lucky Louie is dead at 67. Mike Haggerty. Unfortunately, uh, he actually was in his trailer. They were going to do like a Lucky Louie reboot, and Louie... Uh, CK burst in oh, and hmm. was beating off in front of him. I thought and he might have been. It was <laughs> so, so intense for Mike that Mike had a heart attack on the spot and died. So, Mike, Fuck. rest in peace. You were gone too soon. You had at least another three years left in you because you were <laughs> obese. Yeah. And if yeah, you didn't couple. have to watch Louis beating off, you might not have died. So, he's up there in heaven having sex with the 16 year old girl who died from toddlers and tiaras. And there's no such thing as statutory rape up there. You can just. Just do whatever you want. Wow. That's my idea of heaven. Beautiful, moving obituary and tribute. Thank you. To all of those uh, folks you just mentioned right there. What about the fact that Dave Chappelle got tackled by a guy on stage? Oh, man. Oh, man. I had to do it. I had to do it because you were talking about him. I've never needed anything more than to do that. Oh, man. Did you see the fan's <laughs> arm? The guy, or he's not a fan. He he crashed the stage and knocked Dave over, and then like Dave's whole entourage, like including Jamie Fox, was the main guy. Did you realize this? I heard like Dave talking about it. Like I guess Jamie Fox came running out. Was Turtle there? Uh, it was Turtle and okay. Drama and E, and they didn't do much. But Baby bro, yeah, they. It Wait. was it was <laughs> who hit who, bro. <laughs> <laughs> But I guess they beat the guy up backstage so badly that like his arm kind of like popped out of the socket and was like broken in half and like mm. kind of like my arm basically, but like also his shoulder and it was like backwards. Also, he had like two outrageous shiners. Oh like, yeah, he, he looked. He got like leveled. Yeah, they beat the shit out of him. Which I mean, that's fair. You can't. Ru- didn't he have like a gun? Wasn't this he like- had a like a plastic gun that when you pulled the trigger, a knife came out of the barrel. It was like a gun up. that concealed a knife, which makes no sense. Like why you'd have a worse weapon to hide. We should get gun knives. These sound cool. All right, I'm in. As a side note, and only if it shoots the knife across the room, though. Otherwise, I'm not interested. So, <laughs> fans, if you have an access to a gun knife. Uh, enough the podcast at gmail.com or you can just text me directly 617-797-3076 which is also your home for mangled horrific dick pics <laughs> as long as Lucy gives me permission pew 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 who shoots a knife honestly that really hurt <laughs> Austin and also here in the news it says that we just greenlit the Entourage reboot we did, you and I. Personally, just by talking about it and playing mm. the theme song. Doug Ellen is actually coming out of this like hall closet right here with a whole bunch of scripts that he's been wow. working on over the last few years. <laughs> well, they're really they really are doing a new show, right? It's just something else. It's funny to see if you follow Doug Ellen, creator of Entourage on Instagram, which I recommend everyone does, he'll have the kind of posts that like desperate kind of like we're just waiting for HBO to like give us that green light. He's like begging them to reboot Entourage or to let him do more. And it seems like that is not the move. No. Well, I don't think that the way Entourage was written works anymore. Like just the type of 
dudes they are and like the show that it was. Like, I don't know that there's anybody clamoring for more of that. I mean, it was great in 05. Yeah. But first couple seasons, real strong show. I liked it throughout, but that's not a popular opinion. Mm. And I do believe that I would watch it. They are rebooting and they have a, not a reboot, but a new show with uh, Martin Sheen and Charlie Sheen. I don't know the involvement of... Is it a Ballers spinoff? I hope so. <laughs> it's just like The Rock in suits that barely fit with a vest. <laughs> Brother, what have I been up to this week? I'm in the Iron Paradise. Speaking of him, the... I mean, we talked last week about how Justin Lin left uh, the mm. set of Fast X when they were a week into filming and left the movie without a director. Boo. It also came out... The reason for that is because Vin Diesel was so difficult to work with. A source saying, I'm going to throw a lot of allegedly's around here because as fans yeah. know, I'm still te team Vin firmly, despite this news that you're about to hear. A source says, I've never seen anything like it. Vin Diesel shows up late to the set. He doesn't know his lines and he shows up out of shape. Like he gets out of shape one day versus the next. Yeah. <laughs> like one day he's in good shape. He looks solid with his shirt off. And the next day he comes in, he's like, I gained, uh, <laughs> I, cannot, I gained 40 pounds. <laughs> Me like getting into the Vin voice. I had 53 Coronas last night. I got a little water weight on me. Let, just let me get in the car. I'll be fine. Don't worry about it. The movies. But yeah, this is fucked up news. I can't believe that... Vin doesn't know his lines, showing up mm. late. That's disrespectful to the family. Do you think he would behave in this manner? I feel I like if I'm not a great memorizer, and if I had to memorize lines to any movie ever made, I'm putting my money on not having issues memorizing Fast and Furious dialogue. Mm. Like, I think that one would be okay. Maybe not, you know, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, like a monologue or something, but if you gave me like a Vin and you know, ludicrous scene where uh, we're just chopping it up about engines or a heist. Sounds like dope I'm scenes. okay. Yeah. I can make that work. I love the idea of him being like on the set and be like, wait a second, line? What's my line again? And then be like, it's let's race, Vin. It's, that's it. Just say it. Look to the fucking camera. I think that they should start doing like the Marlon Brando stuff where like his lines are taped to co-stars' bodies on like post-it notes. Mm. Or he has an earpiece in like Johnny Depp on the Pirates movies. Hell yeah. And he's just listening to his own cuts. And no, I don't want to talk about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard as much as everyone else seems to. No. Oh, the shit, dude. Dude. We get it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The worst is when there's like something on Instagram that involves shit. And then, like, you go, I went to the comments just because I hate myself the other day. And it Austin, was just, it is shit. It is a bit nutty. Oh. There was just dozens and dozens of Amber Heard jokes. It's like, don't you open the comments before you write one and like look up a little? Like, yeah. literally, like, move your eyes like one inch. And the, oh, wait, there's eight other. I'm, I'm going to keep this joke because it's not the only one. And, I'd prefer to be original. It's one of those things you want to say, should you? Could you? Would you? He gets it. And what did you like about it? But also Fast X-wise, they did announce the replacement director for Justin Lin, and that is Louis Leterrier. No idea who that is. Give me some of his other works. Oh, I'd love to. He's responsible for the Edward Norton version of The Incredible Hulk. 
that dazzlingly fucked up turkey that I think we saw in the theater oh, after the, coming back from Bonnaroo. Like one of the only ago. four Marvel movies ever made that didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Well, what is it like Morbius, that, and... Captain Marvel. There's, there's a bunch, but... What about that one guy who anything. saw it 16 that... times? <laughs> He's the most <laughs> fucked up dude who's ever lived. <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite yeah. meme when they're like this guy saw ballers 30 times and they put anything else in love it but yeah the he did that hulk movie and the transporter 2 respectively right. i think one of the taken movies this is bad news this is a downgrade director wise i don't like that he has his mitts on the fast and furious franchise yeah we go from like best case scenario to basically worst yeah the guy who directed like five of the movies in the franchise most of them really good to like a turkey maker sickened me when i heard that news yeah like how do they not lock that up and figure it out and make it work when he's about to take a walk like throw another million at him yeah throw another four million at him it's worth it (laughs) it'll you'll make it back just let vin direct that's the annoying part of negotiating when you have that much money there is no way that they couldn't have bought him off. Mm. Just throw more money at him. Like, oh, you're going to leave? Here's another $50 million or three more percentages of the back end. That, yeah, that's the thing. That probably did happen. He must be, just be that sick of Vin. Or maybe some bad blood. Vin happened. does seem like an awful dude. Whoa. Like bits aside. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's be honest. Easy. You can you Easy. can drop the bit. It's been very long. What, what bit? <laughs> what bit are you talking about? I'm in on it too. You got him over my head on the wall here. I don't even know what side he's on. I think I'm always oh, over there. But How you doing? no. He's probably insufferable. <laughs> this does lend a little bit of credence to like the rock side of things the fact that there's two guys anti-vin i'm still on vin i will fight the rock and justin lynn with you it'll be dope but i'm just saying people people are talking the tides are turning who knows what will happen and also they're calling this movie fast x they should call it fx wouldn't that be a better mm. title? Especially the last one was F. Well, then there's the association with the network. Yeah, that's probably why they didn't. But that's just like cooler. FX, isn't that dope? Well, the post, it, they, the movie's Fast X, but the poster's FX, in my opinion. Okay. So the marquee, you know, can be the word, but the poster is the F with the X. And speaking of people who are starring in Fast X, Jason Momoa is playing the villain in that movie. He is in a new action murder mystery film called The Executioner, which is described as Knives Out meets Lord of the Rings, which is one of the funnier meets I've heard in a while. It's like, what is that? Huh? I don't don't see how those two movies could meet into one movie. But I mean, I'll watch it. We need to get back into movies like this that have like lame default titles like the executioner it's just jason momoa like pew pewing people what was that movie he did where he was like trying to fun find his daughter and he was just beating Oof. guys up on the train netflix original yes <laughs> untitled netflix original is the i think what they went with but no we watched that i can't remember the name you know, you're gonna get it i'm not it's ah, beyond damn me it. i thought you had it i can't even it was that forgettable it's just two out there but yeah like the executioner 
Dumb. Let's, let's finally make the Eliminator. <laughs> the Sweet about. Bus meets the Eliminator, perhaps? Thank you. That'll it's be the sequel. just for us? Yeah. Um, yeah. There's not... I gotta be honest, after like prematurely rewatching the Batman, I am like racking my brain trying to come up with other movies that I've liked in the last like three years. And I'm having a lot of trouble. Mm. And the fact that this is a movie and television podcast, it's, it's weighing on me in that the sense. Movies. I'm like, all I want is to watch something that blows my head off. That might be a fun Easter egg huh, to the fans. If you can remember Ank liking anything, <laughs> Or like, you know, like well, give me something I've been passionate to... about besides like Yellowstone. <sighs> and even I don't even know if that even might be a bit. Did you watch uh, that Josh Brolin Yellowstone clone it on off. Amazon? It's awful. No good. It's awful. Isn't it like Yellowstone with a sci-fi twist or something? There's like a big that hole with aliens me, in yeah. it or something. I haven't seen it at all, but I heard a couple people say they were kind of into it. Awful show. I gave up on a few things this week. Not that we're doing, we don't do shuts anymore, but I bailed on um, the new uh, John Barenthal show that I was talking about how great it was last week. See? Gone. (laughs) That's another one. That went from like a five star, gotta get in there, to now it's out. It's It's, out. It's trash. Well, what happened is they had a great first episode that was really impressive. Mm. And then the second episode's The Wire, where it's like, let's do an interrogation, like, have one guy with a camera, one camera angle, and just like ask him questions, and he lies to us, and we're cops, and we know he's lying, and like that's the that's the show. Yeah, pacing is really important. Yes, especially with shows, it's like don't don't give me a bunch of filler. Like give me the good stuff. I'm the gonna... episodes felt like they were directed by two people who've never met. Hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah, that happens a good amount. I hate that. That's the only like real downfall with TVs versus film is like most TV series, there's almost no programs that come out, not almost no, but there's very few programs that come out that are directed by one guy all the way through, or gal, mm. to be woke. Um, yeah. Usually it's multiple people on each episode, and it, it hurts when they do that, when it's somebody yeah. like amazing, and then it's a dud. Because that's the thing just time-wise. They don't have enough time to... Because when it's like a good TV show, they're like directing like eight movies right. in a row, basically. I heard Ben Stiller talk about, because he did most of the episodes of Severance, but not all of them. Mm. He explained that was why, basically. But what was I going to say? What were we just talking about before the Stiller stuff? Um, shuts. Shuts. Shows that I've given up on, me hating everything. <laughs> all the good stuff. The time I was molested. Yeah, Perhaps. that I think is what we were mm. just about to get into. We'll ask it a little ank about that later. Yeah. But I mean, Michael Keaton is set to direct and star in a movie called Knox Goes Away, a noir thriller that follows a contract killer who, after diagnosed with a fast-moving form of dementia, is presented with the opportunity to redeem himself by saving the life of his estranged son. Does that sound like a movie or what? Keaton, <laughs> love it. That this sounds like a new classic. I mean, uh, yeah, it sounds good. I'm a big Keaton head. He's great. He was very good in Dope Sick. That's yeah. a show that I liked. That's positive. That's another one that got lost in the shuffle. I liked it. Saw the first episode. <clears throat> this is 
dig it back up. It's worth it. Nice. It's worth a finish. It's a true story too. That's the, the best part. We're true crime drama guys. But yeah, I thought this would be his directorial debut, Mikey Keaton. I guess he did a movie in like 2005, a very blockbuster exclusive looking movie called The Merry Gentleman. Never seen it, but look forward to his new one, friend of the show. Speaking of Blockbuster, they released that picture of, uh, we talked about it before, there's a show coming to Netflix called Blockbuster, a show about the last Blockbuster in the world, right? which exists in Oregon. Bend, Oregon. Yes. And it's very meta, a show called Blockbuster on Netflix, ba-ba-ba, but... I don't know. I got a bad feeling about this show. There's no way it's good. They got that guy, Randall Park, who's in too much stuff. Come although, on. Although he's kind of fun in that movie, Always Be My Maybe, and some other stuff. I really enjoyed him in Parasite. Hmm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yep, that was totally him in Parasite. You know what else he was really good in? The Farewell. Yep, that was also him. That and Minari. He yep. was excellent in Minari. Yeah, he crushes it. Mm-hmm. He's just very versatile. He goes like he can do anything. He does, you know, the big big things, little things, all of it. Comedy, yeah. drama. What can't Randall Park do is what I'm asking. But I, I'm mainly just jealous. I want to be like a, a consultant on a blockbuster series. I could give them all sorts of B storylines. Honestly, I don't see why if you reached out to one of the people that is involved with the production of that show that no one probably knows about, mm. you could probably get... You know, you have enough Twitter juice that they would Ooh, notice you. Folks, I got Twitter juice. And I think that you could probably get to at least do a phone call with someone and give them some pointers. Why would they say no to that? Folks, reach out. Enough the podcast at gmail.com and skip seasoned on social media. I'm available. Why would people say no to, to a, a consultation that costs them nothing? Yeah. It's like, what about an episode where the guy working there closes the store an hour early and just sits there in darkness? And listens to customers arriving and just ignores them while like lying down in the why didn't you just, why didn't section. you leave? Because I was just being lazy. I had to be there like until like computers and lock the door wise. I had to be there right. until the end. They but, would know if you left early. Yes, but gotcha. I was cripplingly lazy and just tired of working and would would do that, especially like in towards full the end. hour. Yeah full hour in the cohasset store <sighs> yes that was the one awesome. where i did this then you'd go over and see that you need a hug guy and get, <laughs> yeah, a, yeah. get like an o henry and drive around getting jazzed yeah but um, yeah that's you know this is when the company was failing and it was you know everything was a goof all well, bets were off. how did that feel when you worked for blockbuster and you knew they were just going under and you had to just jump stores what like three times you went hanover to cohasset cohasset to marshfield Marshall to Quincy. Yep. Great memory. Yeah. Kid nailed the the quadrant. I remember having all of those numbers saved in my phone for some reason. Thank you for calling, Blackbuster. He's got to be dead. He that guy. is dead. It's confirmed. Confirmed. Friend of the show, Brian, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> and <laughs> I thank you for calling. I'm in heaven. <laughs> I thank you for calling, my cardiologist. <laughs> but yeah, this guy, Paul, who was like, just unreasonably old when i used to work with him at blockbuster now he's in the ground yes how about uh jeff jeff drain no no, wait jeff the pants shit jeff yes pants shit jeff 
I was talking about him with uh, Brian and Brian recently. He's a fucked up dude. He pooped his pants at work, for those that don't know the story. Yeah, and, and it oozed down his pant leg, and the coworkers, not you, but the manager had to clean it up. Yeah, because he was pretending like it wasn't him and like nothing was going on. He was like a weird dude to a level where it's just like, oh, like I don't want to be around you. You're like probably a serial killer. Oh, God. He was a fucked up He didn't up just dude. go, you know what? I'm going to head out. Like, I'm sick. No. He said, like, that wasn't me. I don't know what you're talking about. Even though he had a poop stain on his khakis. Yes. Like, his whole, the seat of his pants was yeah, just and, poop. And, and like, like, left a trail poop. of, like. Oh. Yeah. This is. Fuck. I hope people are eating during this. <laughs> and also, this same character, one time at the end of a shift, when <laughs> I was, like, checking out the movies. The movies. Because when new movies came out, we got to rent them early. It was the the one cool thing about working in Blockbuster. And, but you had Don't to check sell yourself out. short. There were a lot of cool things about working at Blockbuster. <laughs> yeah, you're totally right. What am I saying? No, but... But yeah, like we had to check each other out. So I was checking out his movies, and he was renting a movie called Psychopathia Sexualis, which was a very soft, soft, softcore porn. That was the only kind of porn that came to Blockbuster. <laughs> Didn't get the real stuff. But he was renting this movie, and then like was telling me like, oh, uh... Yeah, like me and my girlfriend like to uh, watch uh, movies like this sometimes. Definitely no girlfriend. Yeah, and I was just saying that like, am I about to die here? I feel like Jeff's about to American Psycho. Me. I'm trying to. I have a picture of him in my head. Was he like kind of tall? Yes. Glasses, yes. blonde hair. Yes. All right, good. I have a picture of him in my head. I didn't wanted it to be real. Yeah, he was the fucked up dude that was there every time you'd come by, and I'd probably be sick to my stomach about being there how about the time when i came into the cohasset store i think and i was like blackout drunk and the manager mm. was worried about me yeah which time was that could <laughs> <laughs> be one of several <laughs> that was always the best when i'd be like drunk with cod at like 5 p.m yeah didn't you guys like steal a poster once yes we did <laughs> i think it was the collateral poster that is still in cod's room or something love that worth well, it we would be like shit-faced at a restaurant and be like let's go visit hoops at work yeah. and we just show up We'd like park out front all askew drunkenly and then like ro storm in and just start yelling across the store. And mm. you'd just be like, ah. I was charmed by it. Loved it. I remember one time in particular, I could tell everyone in the store was so uncomfortable with my drunkenness that it mm. like brought me back to reality for a second. Like something terrible had happened. And I was like, all right, let's just leave. <laughs> you were sobering up. At like just snapping out of it. Like, oh boy. Like, okay, I'm going to take some sour punch straws and we're going to hit the road. But what do you think about there's a trailer for the fifth season of Cobra Kai that's just been hey, released? Twitter world, this is yours truly. <laughs> hey Twitter world. <laughs> hey Twitter world, I'd do great on Cobra Kai, only I would need <laughs> some black leather gloves, some Bruno Molly shoes, oh. and a large knife. <laughs> <laughs> Him on Cobra Kai, like, slicing people's heads off <laughs> with a fucking samurai sword. I believe I won that fight. I stabbed that man. Hey, I'm just saying. I'm it just happens. Saying. Look out. I stabbed him to death. It's not, it's not racist to do a black eye voice if it's OJ. Mm. Uh, you heard it here first. Agreed. But they're just churning out seasons of Cobra Kai. It's a good show, buddy. It's actually great. It might be better than the Chicago verse. 
I brought it up to Lucy once because we were in that like in some sort of a period where there was just nothing on, and we were like literally watching old episodes of The OC because we had nothing else. And I was like, "Why don't we try that Cobra Kai show?" And she was like, "I have no interest in that." And I was like, mm. "Me either." I don't yeah. even know why I said it. In, but yeah, they're on season five. Suddenly, five. Somehow. I don't. People do love it. I hate when I see. I've seen people out in the wild with like Cobra Kai shirts and jackets. Have you seen any of the merch? No, it's a thing like like a Cobra up. Kai hoodie or something. It's like, come on, Ooh. how about you? I'll beat you up, and then we'll see who's in a karate dojo, and then we'll see what it's like, and then I'll show you what it's like. What am I thinking of? What am George? I George? Yeah, and then I'll show you what it's like. Yeah, that's what it is. Show you what what's like, <laughs> folks, and that. Nicole Kidman AMC ad that plays before the movies now. Have you seen that? Yes. They've, uh, that is, that's like a big bit online. People seem to think it's funny and they're continuing to play it in theaters through the rest of the year. Oh. And that was newsworthy. You love that AMC brain tree. I don't love it. Those maggoty seats. It's there. I mean, what's your alternative? You got to drive to Randolph? Yeah, which I don't love for reasons unknown. I just think it's kind of. Oh, I can think of a couple of reasons. <laughs> Yes, I can too. No, but truly, <laughs> I think Hank could come up with a couple of reasons why you don't want to go to Randolph as well. Truly nothing to do with that. Just something about that theater. Like no one's ever there, but also when you get into the theater, it's like packed and No, I know what you're talking about, where you're like walking in and it feels empty and then you arrive in the theater and it's weirdly full. Yeah, it's a ghost town. Yes. And you're like, does anyone even work here? I hate that. But then you get into the theater, too, it's like yeah. what, what's even going on? I go to Dedham. Dedham's not that far. Yeah, that's true. The Dedham Theater's great. I and then start... you can go like to that awesome candy store. It's It's got it all. Ooh. Maybe head over to Lululemon, get some undies in case you poop <laughs> your pants in the theater and you got to switch. You know what? This sounds like a nice day. Let, let's go do all this. I had an soon. anal fissure okay. at one point or several points, really. This was the bad one, though. And I was newly dating my ex, Julia, who's now married with kids. Shout out to Julia. She actually married Magic Johnson. So oh, congratulations. She's cheers. very supportive of his HIV. Okay. Anyway, Julia and I were at Love and Other Drugs, I believe, with a friend of the show, Jake Gyllenhaal and Anne Hathaway. Yes. And after the movie, I had to shit. And that typically, when I had my anal fissure, it was like a 20-minute process to like do a full cleanup if it was a really messy one. Okay. And so I was in there for like at least 15 minutes cleaning up. And then mm -hmm. I came out and like, it was like our third date. And mm. She just knew that I was taking like a big giant shit. Mm. And I remember this like overall sense of humiliation, but like you're settling, you're like, the alternative is I hurt myself or I like have a poopy ass. Mm. So you really just, you got no other option. Should have been like, I, I hit the arcade, mm -hmm. played a little uh, Time Crisis 2. That's probably why she left me for Magic Johnson. <laughs> and I got two hot dogs at the concession stand. I almost couldn't think of the name for that. Mm, I wouldn't have thought of that either. <laughs> um, but do you have any more news at this moment? No, I, I don't have a ton of anything this week. I'm just vibing. Because just vibing. Maybe we take <clears throat> a quick break, head over to the multiplex to see that new Liam Neeson movie, Memory. Mm-hmm. Co-starring Guy Pierce and Monica Bellucci. I'm in. Okay. Can't wait. We'll be right back. Drop your weapon and prepare to get winged! Mm. Tango, have you always 
I forgot a beverage. Start your uh, awful review, and I'll be right back. Okay, thanks for that beautiful lead-in. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, welcome back to the program. And I thought we'd start off with a little review of the new Marvel picture that I saw last night in the movie theater on opening night, like a real herb. It was there with all the, uh, the nerds. We were all cheering for uh, all the big Marvel cameos. Um, er, actually, they weren't really, and I wasn't either, obviously. But I did see this movie, Doctor Strange 2, and they're all basically like Avengers movies at this point. They got the Scarlet Witch, a bunch of other sidecars in this one. This one was directed by Sam Raimi, a great director who hasn't made a movie in like 10 years. He did the Evil Dead movies, which people have at least probably heard of. And he like created the current iteration of superhero movies with the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies. He did Toby. those first three. I'm a big fan of his. So <laughs> the fact that he directed this movie was surprising and interesting. And he kind of... He made it better than it probably should have been. I didn't go in with a lot of expectation. Ooh, Ank's enjoying a nice Cookie Monster juice box live on air. Love to see it. Mm. What would you give this out of 10? Out of 5? Let's do letterbox style. Well, I mean, like, all these Marvel movies seem like they're directed by the same person, and they're all just kind of like the same mm. thing. Doesn't even matter what characters are in it type of a deal. And this one is, like, so clearly directed by Sam Raimi. I don't know if it's just because I'm a fan of his, but, like, all his, like, weird camera tricks. Okay. He gets to redeploy in this movie, and I was like, oh, look at this. He's he's doing that thing from Evil Dead or what have you. This movie really worked for me. I enjoyed it. It's very, like, over-the-top and silly. They kind of go for, like, a horror movie-type angle because... Uh, the Scarlet Witch is all crazy now, and she's chasing everyone through the um-er multiverse of madness. Um-er. And, you know, they do a bunch of cool, like, visual stuff like they did in the first one. And, yeah, it was, like, a little uneven and all over the place, but all these movies are, mm. all the Marvel movies. And... Did you say you were in a packed house full of geeks? Yes. Completely packed. Do you get any phone numbers or? Yeah, I left nice. there with a bunch of numbers. Sick. <laughs> While I was sitting through the post-credit sequence, waiting for the um or uh, stinger at the very end, yeah, I was chatting up all the uh, awesome, all the babes. Why don't we round up a whole bunch of them and hmm. uh, get them down here? Get a little nerd party going, huh? Um, Hand uh, out some Cookie Monster juice boxes for everybody. These <laughs> are the four point two three ounce ones, so it's oh, just good. enough. Yeah. And there's a bunch of, like, reveals or cameos, spoilers in this movie. I won't get into it, but I wish I could because a few of them are hilarious. Like, they present Give me a, one of them. I can't, Say I what their name rhymes with and I'll guess. <laughs> it's too much. I can't. Scotty spoilers won't. Hmm. I just can't allow it. But, like, they... Smarvy Smyerstein? <laughs> yes, that one. They like introduced this team of uh, like sidecars who have to band together, or they're like giving out orders. I don't know. It was supposed to be cool, but I was just like, "This is what we're doing here." 
But, you know, that's just a moment. Overall, I thought the movie was very fun. It's got... Benedict Cumberbatch looks kind of silly as Doctor Strange. You don't say. Was my takeaway from him in this movie. He just looks like too made up and like he's wearing a wig and a fake goatee. And he can't even grow a real stuff. goatee. Maybe it's real, but it's Goatee, like, baby! It just like looks fake. It's, uh... But you got him in there. Rachel McAdams is the love interest from the first one that I forgot was even in the first one. Power of the Dog might be the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> Power of the Slog. Won like eight Academy Awards. Hmm. But I like that this is one of the rare, one of these Marvel movies. They like turn one of the heroes into a villain in like a real way. And they're like killing people. And I was like, oh, this is cool for like a Marvel movie there. They're making some choices. Some things are happening. Mm. Uh, diehard turkey heads will know. I love when people say enough in movies. It happens in almost every <laughs> single movie. There's a moment where a character will just shout enough when like people are arguing and there's too much going on. It's in everything. And if you ever catch one, send it in and we'll appreciate it very much. This one has one of the best enoughs I've ever seen. Because they shout enough, and then it like echoes through the multiverse. It's like a big old, it's a whole moment. What's up with that happening yeah. in everything? Once it comes out on video and we can get like a clip of it, it'll be a fucked up doozy. But yeah, this uh, I enjoyed this picture. You don't need to see all the like 27 previous Marvel movies to get it. It's kind of like a standalone thing. They explain enough up top. You just watch it. It's just a fun, silly, wacky movie. I dug it. Would I like it? I'm going to say you might like mm. it. What was the last Marvel movie that grabbed you in, in any way? Bits aside, yeah. uh, Venom hmm. is the only one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay, good. And I hate Marvel movie people. Mm. with a, like a fiery passion so like i don't even think i'd be able to go into a theater full of them see i don't even pay attention to that stuff like the theater was packed with herbs unless the theater was in aurora colorado <laughs> classic <laughs> but yeah like i just you know they're there but it's fine there wasn't a lot of like hoopla when i saw one of the avengers movies people were like standing up and cheering at moments it's like okay oh. what are you doing like sit down you're embarrassing yourself this one was fine People were just sitting there watching the movie. And it was a little long. Maybe it could have been a little shorter. Two and a half? What couldn't have? Yeah, it was It was in the two and a half range. It's like, maybe... It, that sucks. But there's some fun Bruce Campbell cameos, who's famously in all the Evil Dead movies, and Sam Raimi puts them in the Spider-Man movies. He's like his cameo guy. It's a standout Do the moment. nerds go wild? I mean, if you mean me, I was just sitting there. Yes! I was just sitting there, like, not making a sound, just like, nice. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. But, yes, I would recommend seeing Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. It's now playing at the Multiplex. Fun movie. Even if you're tired of these superhero movies, which I kind of am. But I just, mm. you know, I just like to go to... That's why I also saw on a previous trip to the AMC Braintree a couple days earlier, The Northman. Mm. Another did your seat new... work on both showings, or did you get a broken seat? It did, but yeah, it's a dog. Was shit it brumbly? Theater. 
I wish we had better options around here. That's like the best we got, and the theater's in a state of disrepair. Like almost every time I go, I there. cannot think of one good thing to say about the Braintree Theater. Yeah, it's bad. The parking lot is large enough, I guess. That's a positive. That's about it. I'll give it that. But yeah, I saw The Northman, and first of all, they had a new Top Gun trailer before this picture. Mm-hmm. It floored me. It gave me like literal goosebumps watching this Top Gun trailer in the theater. Which, Who was that article that was saying this is going to be better than the first one? I, I don't be- think it'll even be on the same page. I believe it. I don't love the first one. I saw it for the first time within the past few years. I thought it was average. Well, you can't see it now for the first time. That's a, oh boy. Hmm. That's a movie that it's aged well, I think, but it definitely, it does look dated. So and, it's, you're not going to love it if you've not seen it until 2020. Yeah, like the the aerial dogfighting stuff in that movie, like it looks like laughable. The new one, like you can tell they're, they had like dope cameras and real planes and Tom Cruise is actually flying through the sky because that's his whole thing. So I don't the, know how I'm going to feel about it without Val Kilmer. Wow. Do you think he maybe has a Popeye? I don't know how he would. Oh yeah, is he the character who died? Is he Goose? No, whatever? he's Iceman. Oh, Goose he's... is the dorky guy that I can't remember his name. He's dead. But no, Iceman lives. But I, I mean, mean, Val in real life, like he's like. He could have a nice wordless Popeye. He still looks absurd, though. They'd have to like <laughs> make him wear some sort of a fun helmet and like you see just his eyes. The new Val. I mean. You, did you watch Val, the Prime Doc? We did. We covered it here on the program. We did, featured didn't we? review. Was I it thought... a featured? I think so. I think there's an Probably. episode called Val. Yeah, we have a Val episode. But yeah, I remember enjoying that very mm, much. It's a good one. Even though I'm not like the biggest Val Kilmer guy, he's just kind of like a sidecar he doesn't in my ha- eyes. He's awesome. He's one of those guys that like I love him, but then I look over his body of work and I'm like, what are of these movies? What yeah. ones am I talking about? You're like, I think I like three of these. Yeah, like Top Maybe. Gun. Um, I'll give him Batman Forever, I guess. That's kind of yeah. a fun movie. They're all whatever. Um, obviously, Heat. My, do you have my Heat? Uh. Um, I don't know. I liked The Salt and Sea a lot, which is like one of those. That's a me movie that like no one else talks about. I'm compelled to ask you what you liked about that movie. I honestly have no answer for that. I don't know <laughs> yes. what I liked about it. Like Vincent D'Onofrio yes. as like some sort of a coke overlord who like has no nose. Ooh, that sounds, you're kind of selling me out. You've never it. seen it? I saw it like forever ago. Okay. I'd probably shut it off. Blockbuster I've seen it like three times. And Sick maniac that I am. But yeah, we're going to be covering Top Gun on this here program, I think in two weeks. Mm. The Moldy like Boys that. reunite uh, with special guest Rion Fullen. Wow. The fans are fucking salivating. They can't believe what they're hearing. Mm. They're in. I do have bad news, though. What? Next week, I will not be here. How do you mean? I will be in New York with said Rion Fallen. And in New will, York! There will be no program next week, so what? Monty just slit his wrists You're mid-listen. hitting me with this just now? You're Mi- giving me this intel live on the air? Live on the air, so you can't make a scene. Wow. Folks, we're going to take a quick break so I can make a scene. We're going to be right back. Okay, we're back. I made the scene. It was fucked up. It's fine. We're going to work through it, and we'll see you week after next. But what was I talking about again? The Northman? The Northman. Yes. And then we got sidetracked by the Braintree Movie Theater, which I love to enjoy. Mm. 
Folks, I saw The Northman, the new Robert Eggers picture starring friend of the show Alexander Skarsgård of True Blood fame and other stuff. He's in like everything. Everybody knows him, right? Yeah. Although I feel like he's not like leading man, leading his own movie status, even though he, he is, is now. But yeah, like, I mean, this is the first the thing that he's really stepped out on, I guess. He made that Tarzan movie like five years ago with Margot Robbie and Samuel L. Jackson, a movie that does not exist. No one on earth has seen it besides me. Who directed that? Like Malcolm X? (laughs) I think that's correct. I don't even remember anything about that film. Yeah, but this is, he was good in this. The Northman, Robert Eggers' new movie, he did... The Lighthouse and The Witch. Thank you, Two movies that are very divisive. People either love or hate. I'm doing the thumbs down. You can't see it, but my thumb is down. And Kate's The Lighthouse. I think it's... I like how weird it is. It's like a fucked up lark of a movie. It's not what I thought it was. I didn't like it the first time either. And The Witch is a cool movie, but you need to watch it with subtitles. Otherwise, you can't hear what anyone's saying because they're speaking in like... 1500s New England language, which I don't even know what's going on there. But this is his new movie, The Northman, by far his best movie, in my opinion. I loved this. I thought this was like Mm. a home run, must see in the theater type deal. What do you think? You think I'm definitely going to like it too? Yes. I might go see it tomorrow. This is one of those movies that has no fat on it. It's just all the good stuff. I wasn't bored for a second. It's just like, it looks great. Are we sure we're talking about the same director? Yes. No, and you will like this movie. The violence is like, there's stuff that I was watching and just being like, oh my God, like Jesus Christ. You're going to be like- I need sickening levels of violence throughout. Limbs are getting lopped off. There's all sorts of fucked up shit going on. I mean... All right. I, you sold me. I want to go see it. So you have never told me I was going to like a movie and been wrong, ever. Ooh. Like if you're... If you if it's a guarantee, you know me well enough that it's safe. Hmm. So done. Maybe Robert Eggers can win me back. Yes. Yeah, like this, this movie's got it all. Like it's, you know, it's a classic revenge movie. It's got the violence. They throw in a love story. All the other stuff. It's... I couldn't have enjoyed it more. Mm. I highly recommend The Northman. Now playing only in theaters, just like Doctor Strange. The movie theaters are back, folks. A little bit. Getting, they're, they're making their way. What else do you watch? I, I finished up Ozark. Yes, I... You have not yet. So I, I And I'm not going to spoil it anyway, but... Thank it, you. Uh, yeah, it's the final season. There's... Seven episodes. I've seen four or five of them. Mm. I mean, I like this show. Me as too. It, as it's gone on, it's definitely like it's not in like the pantheon of great shows. Season, I, it was after season one. Season one, I was like, this yeah. show is like a fucking masterpiece. This is like as good as Breaking Bad. Agreed. Yeah, I put it in the conversation with Breaking Bad and The Sopranos after the first season. Yeah. The pilot in particular, that's like one of the best pilots of anything ever. Couldn't agree more. I can't imagine someone watching the pilot of that and being like, eh, I'm not going to keep watching this. It hooked me in to the point where I'm just struggling to the end of season four. (laughs) 
or not struggling. It's still decent. It's it's a. Fine it goes show. out. I don't know. I'm. I don't want to say anything. But mm. I used to talk about this show. Like you said, it was at the table with the Sopranos. It mm. wasn't that far off in my mind. And then it was as if season two was a huge drop off. Season three, they won me back a bit, and now season four, I've just. For First me, half, I guess, was decent, and this second half, I did not love it. I'll me, say that much. For me, it's been a steady decline since season one, and at this point, I'm just like, okay, let's get to the end and see who gets killed, and that's basically all I'm watching it for. Although Laura Linney is doing some strong work. It's not poorly acted. I just, yeah. I think that just there's, I don't know what it is. It's like there's something missing. Yeah, like they didn't have especially this final batch of seven episodes, you can tell they're like, okay, we're ending this show and we got to milk this for seven episodes. Yeah. Like, there's no like drive to it. They're just like, okay, this and then this and then blah, blah, blah. Which stinks because four seasons is not exactly overstaying their welcome. No, it, they could have strung it along for eight and then had this, we'd be having a different conversation, but. Yeah, like they, just need better writing or something. The show's just kind of like spinning its wheels at mm. this point. And I don't know. Maybe it'll wow me in the finale. I did notice, I think it has the laziest score that I've ever heard on like a show or a movie. It's literally nothing but just an ominous tone that they like. Good like, soundtrack though. Like when something mysterious or like gritty's happening, it's like someone's just like, holding one note on a keyboard it's fans know i love a good score the score you do. see i don't even know i don't even notice scores the score sucks made me fucking sick hated the, it good soundtrack though they had a lot of good needle drops hopefully, in particular hopefully bateman's picking out those tracks i hope so i i think he directed a few of the episodes right yes he doesn't do all of them no he famously directed the pilot that really had fucking a talented guy a pilot yeah, he's what's keeping me on board. 100%. A lot. Take too. him out of the equation. It's like, eh. I'm a big Arrested Development guy and just a fan of him in general. I'm a big Horrible stick. Bosses 2 guy, <laughs> which is what how he won me over. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's relatable. Someone was trying to say Game Night was no good the other day, and it irked me. It's like, what, what didn't you like about it? It's like a perfect comedy. Like, what do you want? <laughs> like, yeah. What are you looking for? What are you what looking, are you looking for? for? Exactly. And that's fucking rude. Like Jesse like Plemons' character in Game Night Alone, if you have not seen Game Night, it's one of those movies. Didn't you say they wrote it and then it sat on a shelf for 10 years? So it kind of comes across as like a, a mid, like aughts kind of comedy, but it released in 2017. That sounds right. Or 2000, yeah. early 2018 yeah. even. But that's good. We need stuff. Oh, up. yeah. We need some it of that. It came out like a movie of eight years prior, which is funnier. Yeah. How could that, <clears throat> how could that be profitable for the Frito-Lay Corporation? <laughs> Folks, if you haven't seen Game Night, check it out. Very I imagine fun. it's on several streaming services at this point. It's not new. Very fun action comedy. That's kind of an action comedy. There's yeah. some action in there. A little bit. Jesse Plemons doing that like cop roll across his cop car. <laughs> he's like one of the greats. I'm a big fan of everything he's been doing lately. And I checked out a little program called The Offer, a new Paramount Plus series. <laughs> Folks, get excited. This is a, a show about the making of The Godfather, which this is like a Dante's Peak, Volcano, Bugs Life, Ants type situation. Mm. There's two separate 
things about the making of The Godfather coming out. There's this show, and then there's a movie. Why do they keep doing that? Or maybe a show. I I really feel like it just boils down to like petty like. Like the Fire Festival documentary. It's like one thing comes out, and then they go, oh, we're going to do that. Yeah. It's probably like two people were working on it, then they split up, and it's like, oh, I'm going to make it too over here. And it just becomes this whole weird thing, and they always come out at the same time. But this one, The Offer, I'm only two episodes in. It's a fun show. Mm. It's not great, and it's <laughs> it's portraying... Uh, you know, it's like purporting to be a true story about the making of The Godfather. It doesn't seem like anything I've seen so far happened that way. It seems like they're, you know, really juicing up things to make it entertaining, but, you know. Do you think it's all fake? Yeah. Miles Teller doing that work or what? Miles Teller is good. I'm a fan of him in general. We'll see how he is in the new Top Gun. I'm a bit of a teller head. You are, it's true. He's only really impressed me in Whiplash, which is something of a masterpiece, I would say. But not really because of him, although he is good in it, but it could be somebody else, easy, peasily. Let's recast Whiplash. We're go- well, JK obviously stays, but who replaces yeah. Miles? I mean, throw, Jake Gyllenhaal. Throw Gosling in there, Jake Gyllenhaal, Gosling. any yeah, of your guys. Done. Yeah. But this show, I don't know who he plays. He plays like the producer. Friend of the show, Dan Fogler, plays Francis Ford Coppola. He's like Do that, we know him? He's that chunky guy with long hair who was in Balls of Fury and a bunch of other stuff. I can't believe I th- can't think of anything besides Dan Balls Fogler. of Fury. I can't put a face on him. You'd see him and be like, oh, that guy. He's a good that guy. I could Google him, but I got a cat. Okay, that's fair. He's a real scene stealer. I don't know. If you like The Godfather and you think you'd be interested by watching a mostly fictional retelling of the making of The Godfather, check out The Offer on Paramount+. Plus. Might uh, hit the spot for you. I think it's like, like all these streaming shows, it's too long. It's like two episodes in, I'm like, they should be wrapping this up. And I think it's like <laughs> an eight or ten episode thing. I don't think they've released them all yet, but we'll I see. feel that way about almost everything I watch. I'm just like, they could have done this way more concise. Like, I was watching Minx. Yeah. I watched, like, a bunch of episodes, and then it just lost me. Minx, a show that barely exists on HBO Max starring Jake Johnson. That's about the woman who invented Playgirl, I think. Yes. They're not calling it Playgirl. It's, like, their own. The magazine is Minx, but I think that's what it's loosely based on. Mm. Or at least it's, like, a... I don't know. We don't need to talk about Minx. It's not good. <laughs> That's the. Th- it's almost like sad. There's these shows just get lost in the shuffle on all these streaming services. Like oh, speaking of, I've been watching the new Elizabeth Moss show on Apple TV Plus, which is yeah, like, like that your sister's Bell or something. I'm gonna look it up just because it's if it is new. Oh wait, is that called Shining Girls? Yeah, Shining Girls. I saw the title and was like, is this going to be a spinoff about the twins from The Shining, like going no. on a road trip and having fun <laughs> Thelma together? and Louise style? No, it's I like mean, Elizabeth Moss plays a woman. It's almost like biting memento a little bit with the like her forgetting everything. And like, there's like two, there's like a duality of her where she has like, in one universe, it's like she has her, her mom is like a rock star who's like kind of a bitch. And then the other one is like, her mom is a born again Christian in one world. She's married in one world. She's not. 
I have a word. It's I'm on like the third episode, and I'm I don't know. I couldn't tell you what's happening. I'll put it that way. Is it a multiverse, um, Aaron? I don't really know what a multiverse is, even though you guys have explained it to me numerous times. I don't even feel like explaining it. Don't do it. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter. Google it, guys, if you're curious. Yeah. Um, I don't think I like it though. I yeah. must say, the Apple Plus shows are not really wowers outside of Severance, which I still need to finish, and I do enjoy quite a bit. Severance is solid. I'm not. I don't love it. There's a few no. things that were, it was a little slow. Like, it's not an accident that you haven't finished it. That's true. <laughs> if I really liked it, I'd be thinking about it and wanting to finish it when I had time. That it's been off happened. the air for a month now. Fuck. So. Fuck. Yeah, there's just, <clears throat> these shows, stuff used to have, like, that's why, as we've talked about, I like the weekly rollout of shows it, keep, it keeps it like alive you look forward to the next episode people talk about hating that now and my clients in particular i feel like people are always like oh, i just I hate when they don't put them all out at once and it's like i thought i was the fucking addict like yeah. you're telling me that you can't wait a week and like appreciate the show as it was meant to be watched like yeah, you, like, tell me everything that happened in the show you just binge watched quote unquote like you know you don't remember a goddamn thing yeah like you watch it differently even if it's really good when you just yes. plow through it all it's just like you're not it's not the right way to do it i could tell you every detail of we we crashed um super pumped like all the shows that i watched the uh the dropout um you know any shows that i watched one at a time yeah. like, it's i like you know what i love is two or three to start and then one at a time yeah a, a 10 episode show and it's good to like keep the shows like in people's thoughts because otherwise like these shows come out like the minx came out on hbo max it had like it's day in the sun where they were promoting it a bunch and then it's just gone forever nobody watched it nobody nope. thinks or talks about it ever again and it's like do that weekly rollout keep things uh -huh. popping i'm watching better call saul week to week great that program. amc plus trial like burning a hole through your streaming services <laughs> The trial already expired. What'd you do? Get a new email? <laughs> no, I'm. Uh, I found out I can watch it on demand. My oh. on demand was being weird, but I figured it out. So now I'm just. Do you have to watch with commercials? I do, which you don't love. But so you're sitting through 25 minutes of commercials. Yeah. Just pay the 8.99. I mean, it's fine. You and Monty, with your like stronghold of no streaming services under your belts, it's. Monty is appalling, by I got, the way. I got Netflix now. Do you, you want my Netflix? I do not. I have a Netflix. <laughs> I'm like, can I return the favor? Get on my <laughs> Netflix. <laughs> Monty is cripplingly cheap, and this is probably the fourth time he's listened. He'll catch this. <laughs> and I'm going to say, Monty, I need you to, to, in order to keep listening to enough, we're going to create a Patreon, but wow. it only goes out to your phone and okay. your tablet, whatever you use to listen. This might be so. Just Monty has to pay for enough. Might be a game changer. A Patreon for one. Hmm. We'll call it a Patri leg. Ooh. And he has to pay two hundred dollars an episode. Does that seem reasonable? Yeah. Two hundred dollars a week. Seems fine. It's a nice ten grand a year. Yeah. Split that right down the middle. We get some new equipment in that we don't need at all. No. Maybe like a. A jukebox or something for down here? Oh, shit. That'd be fun if we could play, like, drops and cuts out of a jukebox. That'd yeah, why charming. not? Whatever. 
Then I could like do the Fonz stuff. And, With like, all that Monty money? I mean... I could Fonz the jukebox with my elbow. Put a hole in it. <laughs> make it do dope stuff. Kid knows I fucking, like, fucking destroy shit. Being fucking sick. Um, I don't know anyway, was, um, <laughs> yeah, Monty, you owe us two hundred dollars. Yeah, and next week you won't even be able to download it until we send it to you. And is that all you got for reviews? I don't have I mean, anything I'm else. I'm trying really. to think if I watched anything else on Earth this calendar week. I don't think so, nope. folks. Why don't you let us know what you've been watching? Yeah, we need some there. tips. What would you like us to cover? How about that? Yeah, let us know that anything that's like letting its presence be known in this sea of shows that barely exist. Mm. And yeah. That's enough? That seems like enough. I feel like that's enough. That's marvelous. I feel like I'm forgetting to, I don't know. We'll just talk about it next week. It's fine. Oh, that. <laughs> oh, that's back. <laughs> it almost played from the wrong part. <laughs> um, but why don't we go ahead and do some plugs? I'm going to remind the fans, you can hear me on two episodes of Rounding Down, which came out here. recently. The Power Hour episode and an episode that I think they called Scott Sweeney. The nice. both parts of their 12-hour recording marathon they're fun. Give those a were listen. Were those virtual or were you in person? They were virtual, mm. unfortunately. What's that like doing the pod that doing a pod that way? Doing a pod with people I barely know over Zoom. It was trying, mm. but I think we had fun nevertheless. Did <laughs> you have any duds? I'm sure I did. Mm. Yeah, I was probably all nervous and uncomfortable dropping duds. Folks, listen in. <laughs> You're gonna love it. I feel like you couldn't possibly be nervous doing a pod anymore from all the pods you do. Yeah, not really, but you know, <clears throat> things happen. But you can <laughs> you can listen to those and check out the South Shore Boys podcast as always, and check out the Patreon at patreon.com slash South Shore Boys. Mm, patreon.com slash Monty as well. Yes, and that's boys with an S. The Z, it's out. It's child's You've, play. You dropped it from everything? Dropped it, it's out. It was made you guys harder to find, yeah. Yep. He's gone. It's an S. Love it. And I'm on Skip Seasoned on all the things if you want to follow me there. And where can the fans find you? I also wanted to mention that your your second gym just opened up. It is very open. How are things going? Going good. Hell yeah. Working on it. Um, I, I have one trainer renting for me now on the old gym and he has doubled his output, which is beautiful. Cause I've given him a lot more space to use it now. Love a double. And double. I have a few more people in the pipeline that I'm talking to. The culture has to be just right. The pipeline. Eli. So <laughs> I've abandoned my boy. <laughs> so pretty much <laughs> if you know someone that is a personal trainer and not a cunt, mm. that's male or female. Let me know, because I'm, I'm curious. I'm imagining you in character as Daniel Plainview, like making people work out, like him as a trainer. That could be fun. <laughs> Wearing that outfit in the gym, the yes, big I, mustache. Yes, I do. And how? Um, yeah, so ankfit. Give me, uh, give me five more. Ank underscore fit on Instagram, ankner on Instagram, and uh, enough the podcast on Instagram. 
You've got ten more in you. Feel the burn. <laughs> a good bit. I don't. I've only seen that movie like twice. I can't do any quotes. I just know I've abandoned my boy. Yes, I do. If I say I'm an oil man, would you agree? Masterpiece. Give it a rewatch. I think it's on Netflix, folks. That's enough. That's enough. Why don't you go ahead and have a goo? And bye. We love you and the work. And Kid Rock, who's performing around here soon. Are we going to go to that concert? Um, where is it? Probably in like Hampton Beach, New Hampshire, and you have to be white trash to get in. <laughs> yeah. We're going to like, go. Have you said the N-word today? I'm sorry. You can't come in. <laughs> Take that mask off. Say the N-word. Then we'll let you in. Yeah. <laughs> Who did you vote for? <laughs> Hillary and then Biden. Okay. I'm sorry. You're not allowed in. Bye. Folks, have a go. Monty, I'm dead serious. You have to pay for this now. <laughs>